Hello again, everybody. Welcome into Potter Time. Ryan Lindley here with Eric Myers, and back by popular demand, Potter's athletic director Scott Jones joins us. So, uh, guys, obviously great to be back. Potter Time again, Eric. Kind of head over to you to start the discussion with Scott here. So, uh, take it away. Yeah. So, and since the last time we talked to Mr. Jones, obviously the IHSA is essentially suspended uh, and canceled. Uh, the remainder of the season, uh, any postseason activities for all the spring sports here at the high school and the state of Illinois, which is definitely a bummer, uh, but it is what it is. And now we're kind of in limbo here waiting to see if we can play any games based upon the governor's executive orders um, regarding stay at home and groups of 10 or more people or 50 or more people, which most spring sports would definitely be over those thresholds. So in the meantime, what we've done is there's been some new hashtags created to honor these seniors who aren't getting the opportunity to play on the uh, fields this summer or diamonds or tracks or any other activities that we get or the pitch if you're into soccer. Uh, so Scott, could you give us a little background on one of the ways that we're honoring these seniors for their 2020 season and the Lights for the Fight campaign? Absolutely. Um, first off, good morning to you guys and thanks for having me back. Um, a popular demand thing. Uh, I'm not quite buying it, but um, but I appreciate it regardless. So uh, yeah, the Be the Light and the Lights for the Fight um, are, are kind of two campaigns that are going on. Um, and I believe, honestly, the, I believe the, the Be the Light campaign started up in Chicago, where I think it was Mount Carmel High School who decided to get something, get this going. Um, and it was basically to honor their seniors, um, just their senior class. And it really wasn't an athletic-based thing, but they decided to turn those lights on on their stadiums, <clears throat> excuse me, and, uh, and then I think with the lights for the fight kind of came in as well with something else people wanted to do, uh, honoring our first responders, our nurses, doctors, um, all the essential workers. And so we kind of combined that as well. And uh, we started doing it. And that first night we did it, we had awesome weather. Uh, actually, it was a little chilly, but it was still just a beautiful, crisp night, kind of a football night, if you think about that. All of our off-site and on-site facilities lit up their parks. So baseball, softball, soccer. Um, we had the tennis court lights on, and then of course the lights at Carper. We turned the lights on in Bertha Frank Center. Um, and again, it was all about honoring our seniors. But if, if you guys had a chance or you've seen any of the videos, it was easily 250 to 300 cars. Um, we had kids who came out on the field to take pictures. They were doing great about distancing themselves from each other. Um, had a couple of reminders, but the normal thing with teenagers. Uh, but it was a huge hit. Um, and so it was something that we're, we, you know, we're okay, how do we take this another step further or do some more things? Um, and I know, I, Eric, I talked with you and Jay Mahana about uh, kind of putting something up on the video board, on the scoreboard, which you guys did. Unfortunately, we ran into monsoon weather last Friday night, uh, which prevented most of the people from coming out. We still had probably two dozen uh, to th 30 cars out there, but also probably about five or six kids that came out on the field and uh, we're getting pictures of them, you know, when their senior profile was up on the scoreboard, they were getting cool pictures and doing some fun things. And so uh, we, you know, we thank those guys and all those people for coming out. We're going to do it again this Friday night. Um, you know, and I, again, I want to make sure I talk to the coaches. Obviously, we rely on them if they, um, you know, want to do that out on their fields. But we really want to put the focus at Carper again this week. We're going to hopefully get those videos back up and rolling. we got a few more that have come in. Um, and trying to create the profiles for the kids who didn't submit. But we really want to do something special for those seniors. Um, this morning, actually, as soon as I get out of here, I'm hopping in a car and we're going to put road signs um, or uh, senior signs in their yards. 
Um, so we got a, a group, all the admins getting out and, uh, and cars and separating and going to go do stuff like that. So we're, we're really trying to honor and acknowledge our kids. Uh, in the athletic standpoint, we, you know, that's one of the big things right now that we want to keep, keep going and keep, you know, there's hope. But um, at the same time, we want to make sure that we're honoring those kids and we know that, that they're really, um, they're struggling right now. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. And you mentioned one of the things that I wanted to talk about, which was just that first night, kind of the overwhelming community support that was there. You mentioned Carper, and then we were out at Westwood on the baseball field, and so many people drove through the parking lot, honked their horns, and it was just just really cool to see that enthusiasm. And not, not, not to, you know, make you repeat yourself, but just talk about how much energy and how special that is when you see that community support. Uh, the support that first night, and, and I kind of wasn't expecting that much. I knew there was going to be a good, a good crowd. Um, we had police officers in there with their sirens on. Um, and again, I, you know, I, I was, I went Facebook live and again, I'm not, you know, Mr. Emotional, but man, I was choking up and I had to go off the air. Um, I had to stop because it was, it was so overwhelming to walk out into the bleachers. And as soon as those lights started firing up, you know, the kids on the field started screaming and then the horns went off and it, it was, it was just, you know, it was, it was mayhem, but it was a mayhem in a great way. Um, but that support shows our community. I mean, that's what we're all about. We're all about supporting our kids, our schools, um, and supporting each other and making sure that, you know, people look out for each other in Morton. Uh, and they do that in a lot of small communities, but here it's a very special thing. And I think people miss, they miss baseball games and under the lights and soccer games and track meets and, Tennis, they just miss everything about that school because it brings the community together. Totally agree. So you speak of other communities. Have you heard of any other communities either in the state of Illinois or outside here in the United States that are doing other things that are kind of outside the box or just random to honor their seniors that would be awesome? I haven't. You know, I've been kind of doing a little bit of – I get on Twitter a lot, and I, I try to just follow several different schools. I got two different Twitter accounts, and one's, you know, personal one and one professional one. And trying to make sure I'm following and getting staying up on this. I saw um, down, gosh, it wasn't Riverton maybe last last week was they did a thing, but with a I don't think they had the storms we did. They had fireworks out there and did a big senior athlete celebration. Um, and so a couple of schools I think are going to kind of do that as well. You know they're going to get fireworks and try to do that. We got to be real careful, obviously, with the the distancing part of it. And obviously we're still at the shelter in place point. So um, as you know, if we had a, a little more of a spread out facility that we can do something like that I'd be all about it I'd love to do some fun things and different things um, you know when it comes to honoring the seniors we're looking at different ideas for the fall um, and you know whether we, we can do it at the meet the team night um, or even pumpkin fest or you know, homecoming or something with that we can honor our spring seniors if they're able to come back and do something special for them um, like I said they're going through a really rough time all of our athletes are and our, our teachers and kids are but again, those athletes are really struggling with, with missing out on the field right now. So, Yeah, Scott, I think what's going on, though, it's been really exciting to see, like you said, the support, the kind of everybody rallies together. And I want to jump in on something you just mentioned a second ago. Uh, you know, the idea of signs for all the seniors, athletes or not, I just think that's really cool. Was that, you know, was that something, obviously, as an admin team you guys came up with, or where'd that idea come from? Yeah, we we always we were in meetings and we were kind of doing the same thing that Eric talked about in the last question is we're just brainstorming about what can we do, what can we do for our kids at this point to help them, 
you know, not just get, I mean, keep their spirits up, but also give them some closure and something to celebrate. Uh, we saw a couple other schools that were going, uh, you know, starting with the yard signs and some were just doing that. Oops, sorry. It's the job of a busy oh. day. <laughs> oh, uh, and some of them were, you know, doing that just for their athletes. We, again, you know, we're Morton. We wanted to take it a step further and do that for all of our seniors. Um, we contacted some people in the community that might, you know, it's not something, those are expensive. It's not something you can budget for at this point because we're at the end of our cycle. Um, but we had a community member, uh, business owner step up and uh, help purchase all of the signs for the seniors. So, yeah, really, uh, just, uh, again, another way that our community just steps up and does something extra for our kids. Absolutely. It seems, I mean, just, I think it's a fantastic idea. I'm excited to, you know, when I go on a run, you know, I, you know, I'm not I'm only leave my house for appropriate things, folks. But when I, when I'm around Morton, excited to see those signs up. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be pretty special. Hopefully we can get some good video of that, you know, running around. That'd be a good, so take some video today. Encourage your uh, administrative teammates to take some video. There'd be some Absolutely. fun stuff you can do with. They're actually, and I, as I look out my door out into the foyer right now, they're, they're getting everything set up. I think, they're, again, they're just waiting on um, me and one other person to uh, to get here. We're going to team up. And like I said, we're all taking different qu a quadrant in the, the town or out in Groveland. And I think I'm driving. They don't want me. I'm probably too slow to uh, <laughs> get in and out of the car and get those signs in. So. Sweet. So we won't keep you too much longer because that's way more important than Potter time. So uh, I think we just probably have like two questions left. So have you heard any other updates on the likelihood of you know, we kind of talked about the spring sports maybe in the fall a little bit, but what about like some of these summer contact days, specifically going into football season? I mean, yeah. we hear conflicting reports if you listen to the governor and then you listen to our local news and then you listen to a senator here. It's it's all over the place. So what does the AD think maybe is going to happen? Yeah, right now, you know, all summer contact days for everything are suspended. So we really are at that point where no football contact days, no camps. We aren't going to have any summer camps. Those are all canceled. Uh, I, you know, I know those are sort of things that uh, came directly from IHSA to us oh, probably about two weeks ago, maybe um, when they made their decisions. Uh, you know, from our standpoint as a school, in, you know, we don't really know exactly where we, where we sit with the state and what's going to end up happening. Obviously, we're right now we're on hold until at least May 30th. Uh, or the 31st, whatever date that the governor set. Obviously, things can change, but uh, I, I think at this point, you know, right now, springs or fall sports are scheduled to be on as as they are. So, I mean, obviously, as soon as we get through that first week in August and dead week, at least at this point, that's the plan. Now we're a ways off, uh, but as I think in the last just few days, we've seen things change and start to loosen up quite a bit. A lot of people looking forward to May 1st, and I think this next month is really going to be the tell. Um, as far as if there's a recurrence or, or the, the COVID starts to, to curve back up as far as the number of people getting it and, um, and getting sick, I think that's going to really determine as to where we go from here. So I think this next month is really going to give us a lot of information, um, not just for school and sports, but just for all of us as a society. It's much needed yeah. at this point. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I think we'll wrap it up there. Good information, Scott. We appreciate you taking time to join us here on Potter Time. Uh, folks, again, stay safe. Uh, we're obviously hoping that we all get through this. So stay safe. Take care of yourself. Take care of your families. And join us next week on Potter Time. We're hoping to next week get a chance to maybe uh, 
go back a little bit in Potter's history, possibly a former head coach joining us. We'll see what we can uh, come up with, but uh, have, some, have some shows lined up, folks, that I think you'll enjoy. So for Potter's AD, Scott Jones, for Eric Myers, I'm Ryan Lindley. Goodbye, everybody.